the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We're here every Saturday for two hours, 10 to noon, talking about cars. And you're always welcome to join us. But when we have a lady, she goes first. And Vicki, you're the lady that's on the line. And how can I help you? Mark, you, you said something in the last hour that just has me scared witless. Uh, about the old engines, uh, we went to heaven around eighty to 100,000 miles. Uh, I've I a '69 C10 from the second owner. I've got paperwork going back to the early '90s, something vague about an engine overhaul, and uh, he in '93, I think, and uh, paperwork where he documented changing the oil every 2,000 miles, and he did barely drove it 4,000 miles a year. But how can I keep that engine from going to to heaven or hell? Piece of cake, piece of cake. Let me change your question, Mark. You said that. The newer model cars go a long time, and the old cars don't, and that's true. And here's the thing. Virtually every motor that's damaged that rolls into my shop was damaged by the nut behind the wheel. So they overheated them because they're on their way home, they're running late, the kids are at the bus stop, or whatever, and they look down and the needle's in the red, and they go, I only got another mile left bad idea. Or they drive along, they got the stereo real loud, the engine starts clattering, then it starts knocking, and then it blows up. So those are the two reasons. Um, there's cars in our fleet that are three and four and five hundred thousand mile cars, and I have no reason to believe otherwise. But I will tell you this. I don't like the 2,000 mile oil change because it gives you a false sense of security. You see, people go in and they they do oil changes far more often. They're wasting natural resources, and they're not taking the oil into the any area of his life. So what we end up doing is we have this false sense of security that my motor's going to love me because I change the oil every two instead of three. And that's just not true. There is no science that says if you change your oil at half the normal value that your engine's going to love you or last longer or anything. So I'm not a fan of that, but let me explain. Conventional oil has a three to 5,000-mile interval. It didn't used to, but it's a lot better. So three to 5,000. Now, if you're in Ahwatukee, like my customers are, and you go two, 3,000 miles a year, I got you. I'm going to put conventional oil in it. I want you to go 3,000 or so. I want you to come in at the beginning of the summer, April. I want you to go through summer you know, with uh, with fresh oil. Now, I have a semi-synthetic blend oil, and that's good from about 5,000 to 7,500. And that oil is a halfway between synthetic and conventional, but again, 
it's got from five to 7,500 mile interval, and that still covers people. I've got a lot of customers, Vicky, on one time of year oil changes. Then I got the new cars with synthetic oil, and if you drive 10 to 15,000 miles a year, one oil change a year. Your car's not going to love you more, and neither is the environment. And believe it or not, you know, Vicky, even though I'm a cowboy, I am a leader in the auto repair industry as far as the environmental is concerned. And let me just blow a little smoke up my own pants. I'm the only auto repair shop that's been honored with our environmental procedures by EPA, the federal government, the state of Arizona, the county we live in, and the city we live in. So we have those kinds of certifications because as far back as 1994, everything that could be recycled at my shop has been recycled to my shop. And the only thing that hasn't is the paper towels and toilet paper in the bathroom. And we bring that to Gil at KKNT, my engineer, and he gets rid of that for us. So <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing, Vicki. Yes. Yeah, I, I just don't like the oil change. Vicki, I know you're not. I think you're the same Vicki I'm talking about. Did you go to Blackwell's not too long ago? Yeah. Okay. Um, your, your truck's in pristine shape. You take really good care of it. It's not hauling a trailer that it shouldn't. It's not hauling a big three-axle boat. And there's just no reason for you to waste the oil and waste the money. Um, I would put you on a, in a conventional three to five. I'd put you in a semi-synthetic. It just depends on what you drive a year. I would say I'm going to tailor the oil to what you drive a year, and I, I want to see you before the summer. That's it. So, Vicky, thank you very much. Ladies always go first. So you're 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 the first one. Um, Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since 1983. He's a good guy. He has good staff. He's honorable. He's dependable, and he's been around a long time. So I-17 and Deer Valley, northwest corner, if you live in that area, you don't have a garage, or maybe you're just slightly upset with your garage, then it would be a good time to go try Action Auto. And if you try them and you like them, then it w the effort was worth the while. So that's Action Auto Repair, been around since 1983, I-17 in Deer Valley. Any other callers? Gil? Gil? Oh, he's on right now with the phone. Oh, lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you something about myself because there's no callers. In, in 1968, I went to work for Ken Vivian at Broadway and Priest in Tempe at the Shell Station. And I, I was just new in high school. I learned a lot there. I learned so much. And then I kind of morphed into kind of an oil change guy, and I would check the tires for the technicians, and they would show me bad shocks and all that kind of stuff. In 19, I graduated from high school in 1972. In 1973, I was hired by the Scottsdale Police Department. Um, I said to them, why did you hire me? Most people think I look like I'm 10 years old. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I'm, you know. I was, what, 18 or 19 years old? And uh, they said, well, we... We like your street sense. So anyway, I was there all the way to 1980, but I've always loved to work on cars, and I had the opportunity in 1980, actually 1979, to uh, run a, a mobile gas station in Ahwatukee. I was the very first business to open in Ahwatukee, but there may be some difference there. There may have been a Circle Well, there was a Circle K that opened before I am, so it's true I'm the second um, business in Ahwatukee. And then in 1994, my wife and I built our facility at Warner and I-10, just east of there. Um, and we've been running it ever since. I did something the other day for our bank who helped us through this 
this pandemic process. And my two kids that run the shop, Andy and Alan, between the two of them have something like 80, 81 or 82 years between the two of them of time at our shop. And then our entire staff has been with us for a total of, I don't know, 117, 117 years. So we we have some people that have been around a long time. We've had some folks that work for us that are really good at what they do. And as you can imagine, if you've listened to me for very long, I'm kind of a no-nonsense guy. <laughs> and I, if you're going to come into my shop and start selling everybody and their mother everything that you think they need and to pad your paycheck with their money, that's not going to last very long. There's a lot of shops in our in our group that really look out for our customers. I got your oil change done. Here's a couple things you need to watch. You need to plan for a set of tires, and those front brakes you're concerned about still will last another two or three oil changes. That's what it's all about. It's how do we treat our mothers? And by the way, to all of you mothers, great-grandmothers, grandmothers, mothers, happy Mother's Day on behalf of me and all the men that don't have their mothers anymore. Who we got next, Gil? We have Zach. Zach, good morning. Again, Jack or Zach, I can't hear you. Zach. 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 Okay. I think he's breaking up, isn't he? Kyo? I think he's uh, listening to us in delay. Oh. Hey, Zach, you, you have, are we in delay? Oh, you know why we're in Oh. Uh-huh. And he's waiting for me to say, Zach, pick up your phone and, and stop. Li-. They put delay on there in case I say a bad word. Gil can push a button. The bad word doesn't go over the air, and I don't get called in for butt chewing. Well, let's go to John. John's boy. <laughs> okay, John, you're up next, buddy. Hi, Mark. My name's John. Um, I've got a question, Mark, on these air kits that you use in, in lieu of having a spare tire. I have an SUV that came without a spare. I think, I don't know, do all SUVs come without spares now? You know, um, um, I'm... The one I have has says Continental Car Kit. It's just a, and I've never opened it up, but it's the kind that you plug one end in, I guess, in your cigarette lighter, and the other end in your tire. And can I count on that thing? Is that reliable? Do those things work? And uh, a related question: In addition to pumping air into the tire, do they have some kind of like compound to help seal the leak? Well, that's that's a real. Everything you said is a problem. First of all, uh, most tires that fail have a hole that you're not going to be able to inflate the tire anyway. You kissed a curb, ran over something big, you had a big nail, whatever. So having yeah. somebody stop and air up your tires is probably not going to be something that's going to happen. Number two, you don't ever put sealer in any tire that was built uh, in the last 20 years because there's a transmitter for your tire monitoring system. And it's inside the tire. And it ain't cheap. So if you put lube in there, if you put stop leak in there, you're going to contaminate the antenna and the transmitter that tells the computer what the air air pressure is in that tire. The best thing you can do, I'll tell you what to do. This is what I do. I'm not a real fan of the road clubs. As a matter of fact, I'm not a fan of them at all. But what I do do is, is I have towing on my auto insurance. 
And so it's like a low deductible. I pay the first 50 bucks, and they don't have all these rules that say you have to be towed to the closest place, and it just happens to be one of our shops, and that you, you, you have to do this, and you have to do that, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, and you have to prove that the insured person was driving the car, and blah, blah, blah. That's a big waste of my time. So um, I think I have Farm Bureau that runs the trucks up at the ranch, and I have towing, and I have windshield, and I don't pay a bunch of money, but with towing, it, it's ollie ollie oxen free. If I need a tow, and I got a tire that I've cut up and, and been stupid, call a tow truck, have them ship it over to the shop, fix it, and they pay the bill for the tow. So good, that's what good. I do. Um, I, All right. You'd be better off, they make a little canister about the size of a 16-ounce beer can, and it has yeah. high-pressure air in it. And I carry that on my motorcycle. They're kind of expensive, but they're no more expensive than a used tire for your truck. Where would I where would I buy one of those? Buy it, buy it from a welding shop. Just buy it from a welding shop and tell them I want a small canister and I'm going to put a hose on it with a chuck. I got an air gauge. I'm just going to put that somewhere where it's not going to bother. And you'll you'll be amazed because <laughs> when I ride my motorcycle and say, for instance, somebody has a flat and then somebody else has a flat, I can do both of them. I mean, and we're going to plug the you, tire. If, if you do that, doesn't that, then the leak, won't go, uh, you, you inflate the tire, and then wouldn't the leak just continue to leak? The air goes out? Yes, yes, you're right. But, but, but you not can too drive much. for a while. You can yeah. get somewhere. Yeah. Listen, yeah, a related question. Okay. These run flats, I didn't get a run flat because I've been told that the ride, uh, the normal ride when you're driving is, r- is a bit rougher because the side of the tire is thicker. Uh, is there a difference in drivability between and just regular feel as you're driving between a regular tire like the one I have? I have a Michelin Defender. Mm-hmm. Are uh, these what they call these run flat tires? Okay. Um, I would I would tell you that um, a huge percentage of customers of mine don't want the run flats because they're so expensive, and a huge amount of customers of mine insist that we put a conventional radial tire back on their car. Now, one time, and it had to do with a real high-performance import car, the customer didn't like the ride. And so yeah. we just said, we'll put a new set of tires on, we'll give you credit, blah, blah, blah. So that's the only time that's ever happened. But the run flats are nice. But I want to tell you something. I got to drive a car around the track over on the west side with run flats. And there was other guys that were driving cars on that track as well. And we were driving the cars like we stole them and that none of us owned them. <laughs> and heat builds up a tire. And, the, and, and when the tire gets to be 180, 200 degrees, the glue starts coming apart and the tire is going to heaven. Most all of us could get the tires well over that temperature. And so I think it's a great marketing, and it gives people comfort. And if it gives people comfort, that's okay with me. But as far as I'm concerned, it gives me comfort that I have a towing insurance, and I'll just call somebody, take it to the closest garage, put me back together, and, and I'm on my way. So it's just a matter okay. of, of, of of how you feel. And so with a motorcycle, I can't carry a air pump and all that kind of stuff, but when I heard about this... I thought this is a neat. These canisters, honest to goodness, I bet you could fill up twelve passenger car tires with this thing that's slightly bigger than a tall beer can. So, anyways, I got to run. But if Zach comes back, I'll take him. But you were kind of gargled, and and we 
we had a quality problem, and it was our eye on our end because Gil, the engineer, caused it. 602-508-0960. we got lines open. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, attorney Farley Weiss, president of the National Council of Young Israel, will examine the 2020 presidential election and the American Jewish vote. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust at Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Twenty-two minutes after the hour, eleven o'clock. If you'd like to join us, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you want to argue with me, that's fine. If you want to take issue with something I said, that's fine too. If you want to ask a question on behalf of your wife, or you want to ask a question on behalf of your husband, or if you want me to settle an argument, I got all that covered. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Auto Dynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete auto repair. Family-owned and operated since nineteen eighty-two. Chuck and his son Derek do a good job. Their technicians are not paid a commission or represent of your repair bill. They're paid hourly and weekly. Therefore, they are not motivated to sell unnecessary parts or repairs. So if you're in Sun City, Auto Dynamics, north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue, and you're in tall cotton. Okay, let's see. We don't have anybody, do we, Gil? Oh, yes, we do. Gil's answering the phone. See, when Gil doesn't answer me back, it's because he's on the phone. And oh, I'm back, Mark. Oh, <laughs> but I wasn't on the phone. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. the The auto repair industry, like everybody else, has suffered um, 
a lot in the you know last month or two, but it seems to be coming around for us. Um, everybody's struggling with the masks and the disinfectants and the sanitizer soap and you know stuff like that. But I, I got to tell you just something kind of funny. My daughter Andy, um, she's really good at what she does. She is just and and, and I got two things. I'm going to tell you about um, what she did with the plastic stuff, but I'm going to tell you first. She is a really good person at the counter, and guys don't like that, and guys won't listen to her, but she asks for symptoms, and sometimes they refuse, and she's fine, or they'll tell her that the guy on the internet said this is what's wrong with their car, and she'll smile, but she's been around the block. She she and my son Alan have been with the company for more than 40 years, so they they know, and front counter people are the most important because those are the ones that put you at ease. Those are the ones that will tell you the process. Those are the ones that have to have some mechanical knowledge. So it's a mistake to figure that a woman like Ellen at Larry Harker's Auto doesn't know what she's talking about or doing. There's a good chance they're more highly educated than um, one person out of a thousand. <laughs> and that's just kind of the way it is. Nevertheless, we put plastic things up and we put these lines back and we put these separator lines. Nobody has paid attention to that. Nobody. We took the soda. We we have a free pop machine. We took the cat, the cups away. Um, we took all the lob, lobby chairs out. Now we only have three in their space, ten feet apart. All that kind of stuff. Nobody pays attention to it. They'll pull their cart, their their chairs next to one another and talk. So anyway, um, I don't know what to tell you, and I don't want to get into politics, but I got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Randy. Randy, good morning. What's up? Hey, Ray, hey, Mark. Hey, like love the show, man. Get all kinds of info from you. Hey, uh, quickly, I got a, a 04 Toyota Tundra, 4.7 liter in it. Uh, the air conditioning system in it, you know, when I'm setting it idle, you know, not moving the vehicle. Uh, idles down at about seven eight hundred RPM, nice and smooth. Everything runs great, but the AC won't stay cool. Uh, about a week or so ago, I had a clutch fan go out, and it, so you know the clutch fan failed, locked up. And so I was moving more air through the radiator at at a stop, and it seemed like the AC was running a little cooler. You know when I'm not moving. I'm just wondering, is there something, because I seem to recall years ago, I had a vehicle, I can't remember if it was a Ford or a I can't, but at any rate, as I recall, when you turned the AC on, it went to a high idle on the engine. And okay. I'm wondering, is there a system like that with the Toyotas that you could install, or is there something that the dealer could look at? Or No, I... You, you know, it's a bad idea to diagnose this because this could be an airflow across the radiator. The condenser sits in front of the radiator. The condenser could be full of bugs, but full of trash. There's all kinds of problems because yours is an 04. So yep. you've got all kinds of condenser issues, and you've got to be able to wash the radiator forward and wash the condenser forward. We've got to make sure that we've got a fan that's going to be pulling air through it. You can find that out with, to with toilet tissue. The idea sure. is, is there's two reasons why we have two different levels of cold. And that's airflow or refrigerant level. That's all. Right. Period. So in your case, you put the fan clutch on and you said it was better. Yes? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, well yeah, prior, prior, it was noisy as heck, but prior to, the, uh, uh, prior to replacing the fan uh -huh. for a couple of days, it, it seemed like it was running a little bit cooler at idle 
you know, maybe it's because the fan was locked up. Absolutely. The punch wasn't slipping, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Take it out on the road. We, you know, this is part of the air conditioning diagnostic process. Take it out on the road. You see what it is at 60, 70, 80, 90. Of course, we don't uh-huh. do the 80, 90 because we're a biting, law-abiding citizens. But then you go wait, and wait. you just – what? You're going to argue with me? Just, oh, no, no, no. I was just saying, yeah, you're right. Wink, wink. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that. So, And then we just set the car there, and it just sits there and runs. And, and we're taking temperatures of the center vent, and it's on maximum, and it's on high speed, or it's on third speed. At the end of right. the day, then we bring a, we put a big fan in front of it and see if we can drop the temperature. If we can, and we've got this discrepancy between no movement and 60 miles an hour down the highway, then all we're going to do is we're going to check the fans. We're going to make sure that they're moving air across the radiator because when you're stopped at a traffic light, you don't have the rush of air that you would at 60 miles an hour. And we're also going to check the the refrigerant level. Most all of us have this electronic dipstick that we've never had before. It's like $125 plus whatever Freon you need. Plug it in, suck all your Freon out, and clean it up and weigh it. It's 30 ounces. We look at the sticker, it's 35, we put your 30 back in, we add 5, you're out the door. And I want to tell you something, the success rate of that equipment is virtually 99.9%. 99, and right. if we give a, if you don't like it, you don't have to pay for it, come back and we'll give you your money. Nobody comes back. So right. I, I would look at that. Now that you got it fixed, and if the, if the fan clutch did lock up, then it was moving a lot of air. And at that yep. particular point, you would think that you would it would blow cold, but you're you're talking that there is a difference and was a difference, and so therefore I'm going to default to I think you need to have the refrigeration checked with the electronic dipstick. That's what I think. Gotcha. All righty. You got any shops down down here in the Yuma area you might recommend? Oh, there was a guy, Dennis something or other, that had kids and had a couple shops, and I loved him like a brother. He was good, but he's passed. And one of them was on the way into town on the 10, or on the 8, I don't remember, and on the 8, and and they had two. And there, as you came into town, one was on the left. I'll think of his name, but his first name was Dennis, and him and his kids did a great job. Got to go. See you in a minute. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. When you go to the mechanic in here... Pass me the torque, right? Nope, let me have the flamethrower. That sounds wrong. You know what else sounds wrong? When you hear about the interest you're earning on your savings with the largest banks. But with the Marcus by Goldman Sachs online savings account, you could earn much more interest. And hear this. Open a Marcus by Goldman Sachs online savings account in minutes at Marcus.com. 
You can money. Comparison made to the three largest U.S. banks measured by total deposits. Rates as of February 4th, 2020 and may vary by state. Goldman Sachs Bank USA, member FDIC. Have you ever felt like you were living a life meant for someone else? If you're sick and tired of living a life that feels like a prison sentence and you're willing to entertain the idea that there's more out there for you, then tune in to the Think, React, Lead Show, Sundays at 1 p.m. Follow keynote speaker, best-selling author, and CEO, Dom Falset. Each week, he pushes you past your limiting beliefs for increased success. It's the Think, React, Lead Show, Sundays at 1 p.m. on 960 The Patriot. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. After the hour of 11 o'clock, we're off the air at 12 o'clock. We've got one line taken. We've got four wide open. Gil will answer the phone. He's in a bad mood, so try not to make him worse than he already is. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Real quick, let me tell you about someone called about a tire store on the west side in Surprise that sells everything from wheelbarrow tires to earth-moving tires, and the answer to that is is S&S Tire does that. So it's S&S Tire. It's on the northwest. Actually, they have three, three or four locations up and down the, north, the west side of town. So they got one Sun City, one in Surprise, and one down in Avondale. So I, I know of at least three. So S&S Tire is the one that uh, you were thinking about, and thank you for calling. Let's go to Alex. Alex, how can I help you? Hi, Mark. I've got a 2001 Ford Escape. got a 146,000-mile V6. Uh, got a really rough idle when it's cold but it all smooths out when it warms up okay when it's cold the computer's going to add a little bit more fuel as like the choke would normally do it's normally going to kick the idle up just a little bit to give you a fast idle so all that has to happen 
a bad now don't go out and buy all these parts please bad coolant sensor could cause that a dirty um, throttle body a dirty idle air control motor a dirty th- dirty throttle blades all of that can cause that so i think what you do is if i can be so bold as to make a suggestion is take it to your shop mm-hmm. and say to them I want you to start it tomorrow morning. I don't want you to touch the throttle. I want you to hit the key. Just start it and feel it. Then I'd like very much for you to go drive it two or three miles till it warms up and bring it back, and you'll see there's a difference. So I'd like you to call me with an estimate for the repair and tell me what the checkout charge is going to be. That's how you handle it. So you give them the clue, you tell them what to do, and the, and you know what's better yet is write it down and tape it to the rearview mirror. Because you talk to the service writer, the service writer talks to the shop foreman, the shop foreman talks to the technician. But if you tape your note to the rearview mirror, technician's talking directly to you. So Perfect. I think this is really something that, that you're going to... The fact that it runs better after it's warm, this is something that's dirty in the throttle body. We got something wrong with the idle circuit and I think that that's going to be a pretty easy repair. 10-4? Okay. Great. Right. Thank you Thank much. You. you betcha. When it talk, you talk about diesels, um, first of all, folks, I'm a kid at heart. I still like fast cars. I like air horns. I like big monster diesel trucks. I like speed. I like power and all that other kind of stuff. Someday I'll grow up, and I don't care when that is. It ain't going to be tomorrow. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is a Better Business Bureau A-plus rated shops. He's been dedicated to providing the best service possible and getting the job done the first time right. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is diehard service repair parts. They work on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, Monday through Friday. But they also sell lots of parts on their website 24 hours a day, Strictly Diesel. Who's on the phone? We have Daniel. Daniel, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, we are looking to do a project car, a uh, 72 Suburban, and wanting to do an all-new drivetrain, uh, but not really knowing which direction to go to start researching um, a shop or where we would purchase like a crate motor for that. Okay. <sighs> That's What motor do you want to put in it? Uh, I... I to be honest, I don't know. I just want something reliable. We want to put air conditioning and uh, power steering and everything okay. underneath. You know, it. So it it doesn't have AC. It's it was born with no AC. Was it born Correct. with an automatic or standard? Uh, automatic. Okay, and but all got... of that would be new. Okay, uh, you want it new, so you want a restoration, so to speak. Right. We want to, we're powder coating the frame and want to uh, redo the axle, suspension, brakes, and a drivetrain. I just don't know kind of which direction to go to figure out drivetrain-wise what to put in there. You know, or who. You okay. Know. We're scared of guys like you. It, that, that just <laughs> runs chills up my spine because... Um, we're going to do a lot of work that you want to do that we don't want to do. You're going to make changes that we have to adapt to. So if you do changes to the AC system and you make it go from three and a half pounds to five and a half pounds, it's going to take us a while to figure that out. And if you put a different transmission in there, you got linkage problems, you got transfer case issues, you got drive shaft issues. There's lots of pitfalls that could uh, 
could really grab and wring out your wallet. So sure. I think what you do is you take it to a shop. What part of town are you in? Uh, Mason. We, okay. uh, you recommended Thompson's that we take our vehicles to. Okay. Talk to Brian and, and, and say to him, you know, I want to – Brian, what would you do? And I would, Mark Salem would say, I, need, I think we need to walk or crawl before we walk and before we trot and before we run. So I want to know what your dream is. And I want to just start at the basics. If you've already got the body off in your powder coat in the frame, that just really, wow, we're, we're really into this thing deep. And, and, and here's what I'm going to tell you if you came to my shop. What's your estimate? What, what's your budget? What right. do you think? Uh, to be honest, if we could get away with 25, I'd be happy. Okay. Um, but it's also, this is something that is, um, something my wife is into and we want our kids to have fun with. So we're okay if, if we have to do it in stages, drivetrain, okay. suspension, brakes. Okay. I like your number because I figured you were going to be in the 8 to 10 range and I would say to you, like I said, everybody else is whatever budget you got times three because yeah. it has nothing to do with me. It's have I got your dashboard apart and the condenser's leaking like a sieve and the entire evaporator case is bad. And I didn't know that and I don't have it in my bid. <laughs> and so you you need to know that. So yeah, the good, I can the good see, part is that we want to have it all built from scratch. So I don't have to worry about linkage because you're gonna tell me what do we need to put under here with the Danas to make it right, make it whole okay. from from the jump, you know, not this is what I want to Frankenstein together. Okay. And now we're, and we don't want, and I'm talking we, me. I don't want to be involved in any redesign of the vehicle. If you want to yeah. put, I mean, if I were you, I'd put a 350 motor in there and not necessarily create, I, I might have yours rebuilt. I'd put a, I'd put fuel injection on it. I'd put HEI. Yeah. What year is it, by the way? Uh, 72. Okay. I'd put HEI ignition in it. Uh, maybe put some headers, but they leak, and nobody's going to be able to guarantee they're not going to leak forever. And so um, a, a 350, HEI ignition, um, put fuel injection on it, um, make the transmission kind of beef it up a little bit. Forget the, the, the transfer case. It's going to be fine. The differentials, depending on what gear ratios they are, leave it alone. If it's a 373, um, 342, I'd leave it. If it's a 411, I'd probably go to a higher gear so i get better fuel economy. Update the air conditioning to, to 134. Um, put a nice exhaust system on it so it's got a little thunder. Tint the windows. Put a nice sound system in it. Maybe put a tilt column on it if it doesn't already have it. Those are the kinds of things I want you to think about. But in your particular $25,000, I'm going to say let's add another fifteen to that. And, and it's not because me, I'm going to bid and, and give you estimates all the way down the line. It's because of you and your wife and your kids. Because yeah. things will change and, and you'll say, well, I want a headliner and I want all the upholstery done and I want tar mats. I want a whole new carpet set up, but I want tar mats underneath them because I don't want any heat coming through the floor. And I want to have the entire bottom of the uh, underside of the body, I want to have it undercoated. So when you start going crazy, but I'm with you. I'm going to tell you that I'm fixing up lots of cars that I hope my grandkids will appreciate. And I hope that they will understand that Papa wanted them to have drive cars that Papa got to drive and 
and in the 60s and the 70s that have a little bit more romp and stomp in power than the little three cylinders that we're going to have in the next 10 years. So that's yeah, that's all about yeah. me. But I got to run. If you want to continue this, Mark at MarkSalem.com, 602-508-0960. Daniel, you stay right there. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. <gasps> Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom, I'm <clears throat> Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. So it's 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Um, I know Daniel was on the phone, and I'm going to get to uh, Gary and John real quick. But, Daniel, I've been thinking about this on the break. And what I'd like you to do is uh, go to Salem Boys in Tempe and tell them that uh, Mark said that you'd walk me through the shop. We do lots of this kind of work. And let me just tell you, i got a Camaro in there right now that has just gone twice and three times what we started with. And this is what happened. We ended up with... Well, I want LED headlights. <laughs> Whoa! I want LED taillights. I want running lights. I want a new set of lights across the top of the front of the, the roof. I want to put the CB radio up on the roof. I want to do this. I want to do that. And, and, and it's kind of like, okay, we're going to bid one thing at a time. What do you want next? Okay, this is our estimate. And when we're done, you come in and look at it, and then we move on. Every, I've got a Galaxy in there right now that we've done everything to. I mean everything we got the motor ready to stuff but it's going to be a big bill tires wheels suspension brakes disc brakes different master cylinder different ignition system just about everything there's a lot of us that can do that if tempe's not possible then send me an email mark at marksalem.com and i'll guide you the best i can gary thanks for holding how can i help you 
Well, I, this is a strange little problem. <laughs> I've got a 2004 Toyota 4Runner, and I'm terribly financially challenged. Come up. The one that bothers me the most is the volume knob on the radio. It, it's it, it's not totally disconnected, but it, there isn't a positive connection anymore. So if you spin it, it jumps around in the volume to, to from too high to too low. And I went on the internet and I said, "Well, there's corrosion and the copper points in there. Shut it off, and you twist it back and forth, and it'll clean them off." And I thought that was working, but it doesn't. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question: Is the knob sure. firmly attached to the shaft on the radio? It seems to be. Okay. All right. There's a place in Tempe that I love. Um, I've done business with them ever since I was in high school in the 70s, and it's called Sounds Good to Me. Sounds okay. Good to Me. They're on Broadway, and they're really good at what they do. I want to tell you that it's entirely possible that putting another radio in is going to be cheaper than anything else. So the question oh, is, is, what do no. you got? No, it's not going to be that bad. I can't bid it, of course. But, I mean, if you have an AM, FM cassette, the question is, you want the cassette? No, I never use it. Fine. How about an AM, FM? Fine. Okay, plug and play. We're done. You want a clock on it? You want this? You want that? Do you want a USB port? All those kinds of questions. But but you've got a car that's an 04, so it's 16 years old. Uh, I'm, I'm on, on the road. I'm losing you, I'm afraid. Okay. Well, we can continue yeah, to come. It's got a disc cassette. Okay. Okay, and, and you're right. I'm losing you, too. The thing, you know. Yeah. Well, let's just go get okay. an expert to look at it and see what your options are, because that's what you're asking me, and I really can't tell you because I'm not, I'm not an entertainment guy. But I would think that um, let's go talk to some people and let's see what our options are. Maybe it can be fixed. So I, I don't know. But anyway, good luck to you, Gary. John, you're up next. Hey, Mark. Uh, got a 19 Ram with a 5.7 liter V8. And um, I was wondering, is there any way I can get the AC to blow colder? It just it doesn't seem to blow that cold even when it's all the way to the low position and even compared to other cars that I've had. Okay. Yeah, there's, you know, there's sometimes um, that... We run hot water through the heater core, and the heater core is adjacent to the evaporator, and the evaporator's job is to get cold, and the heater core is jobs to get hot. So there's a, there's a little problem there. Sometimes what we do is we put a pair of rubber vice grips on one of the heater hoses and say, go drive it. If you come back and say, oh, it's an obvious difference, then we just put a shutoff valve on one of the heater hose lines, and we don't run coolant through the heater. Now, normally the ducting will take care of that. So when you want cold air, the duct shuts off the heater core. And when you want hot air, then we shut off the evaporator. So there's lots of things. Now, we know that recirculation is we're going to recirculate the air within the cab of the truck. So here's how it works. We suck the air off the passenger side floor. We cool it and put it back in the truck. So it's a circle. Outside air, which is normal, is like a swamp cooler. You got to have the windows down. So you got to have each window down an inch. So what we're going to do is we're going to take air from outside in front of the windshield. We're going to cool it off and blow it into the cab. Well, when we blow it into the cab, if the windows are rolled up, then we're blowing into a pop bottle. 
So you have to understand all the dynamics. And another thing is, drive it for a while, pop the hood, and grab the line, the metal line that goes into the firewall on the passenger side of the engine. There'll be two. One will be hot and one will be cold. I'm interested in the cold. It's bigger than the hot. And let's see what, it, if you say, Mark, it's frosty, it's good, it's cold, but I still don't have it. I want you to stop by the auto parts store, and I want you to get one of those thermometers that looks like an ice pick with a little round head on it. I want you to stick mm-hmm. it in the center vent. I want you to try it both in maximum and in normal. Now, maximum is air conditioning at your house, and normal is a swamp cooler. Just remember it that way. And I want you to go drive it. We get some cars that will blow ice cubes. I mean, we got some cars that will blow low 40s. But depending on the volume of the vehicle, like Suburbans, if you get 55, <laughs> you're just lucky. <laughs> That's all there is to it. I mean, we've got a little, you know, one-ton unit trying to cool off a gymnasium when you have a Suburban. <laughs> and so it's, but is your Ram a pickup truck, and has it got a big mega cab? It's, it's the crew cab, yeah. Okay. Pickup, yeah. But what I've given you, try some vice grips, but don't pinch the line and tear them up. What we use is needle-nose vice grips, and we put some 3-8 fuel line over both of them. So when we pinch the line, we're not damaging the line. And then, and then okay. let's, let's really find out what the te- air temperature is when you drive down the highway. Well, thank you very much, Mark. Oh, you're more than welcome, John. Anyway, it's, it's a lot of fun to work with guys that want to recreate the car that they first kissed a girl in <laughs> and and those of us that are older we do that um it's nice to think that we're gonna pass it on to our grandkids and really for me that's that's kind of important it's it's also nice to have a car that nobody else has and maybe you've got a sleeper of a car where it looks really stock and it's a 68 Ford Fairlane Fairlane but nobody really knows that you have a jet motor underneath the hood <laughs> and that you could burn the tires from here to Casa Grande on I10 and all that other kind of stuff so we're not going to get that on the newer model cars but the newer model cars are in fact pretty good the fuel injection is much more efficient than any carburetor we've ever seen. The air conditioning is much more efficient than any other air conditioning. The cooling system is more efficient. The steering, the, the rack and pinions, the gears, the transmission that can be an 8-speed that electronically shifts by itself, or you can manually take control of that. When you look at all of that, um, realistically, we're better than we were before. The difference is this. In the old days, we're talking about... Hmm, mid eighteen eighteen uh, mid 1980s backwards if you wrapped your lips around one of the tailpipes of those cars you'd be dead in five minutes because they were dirty and they shoved a lot of bad stuff into the air the newer model cars you can lock yourself in your garage and you'll die of hunger <laughs> before you die of carbon monoxide poisoning now obviously I'm I'm exaggerating, but the difference is that clear. The air conditionings of today are head and shoulders above the air conditionings in the 70s and the 80s and even to the 90s. The ride of cars today, and when I say cars today, I'm talking about 2010 and north. Cars today, the ride is far superior than we ever had before. The transmissions, the engines, the air conditioning, the cooling systems, the way the windows roll up and down, the the entertainment systems, all that kind of stuff. It's just a whole lot better. So we are making progress, and some people don't like the progress, and I understand that too, but that's just the way it is. Our cars are a whole lot better. 
and I've got a diesel one-ton truck, and I'm not well known for not throttling it up, climbing a hill so that I can maintain the speed and all that other kind of stuff. And I, and I, I can consecutively, what I'm hauling horses, what I'm hauling tractors, I can get 15 miles a gallon on that. But I can also get 11 by being stupid. So it's, I mean, we, we never had a one-ton back in the 70s that would get 15 miles to the gallon unless it was going downhill and it was being pushed by a Ford. <laughs> I'll get a lot of calls on that one. I don't care. So there is a big difference. There's a, there's just differences all the way around. We have coolant now that, that'll go easy 100,000 miles. we got spark plugs that'll do 150, although I don't recommend it. I think if you've got fancy spark plugs, we change them at 100, you'll be better off. We've got all kinds of... We know the carburetor was a third of the work that we did, and today we don't have any carburetors. So that's a good thing. We've got tires that are... I'm exaggerating, a thousand times better than the bias plies we used to have. We've got cars that won't shake or shimmy that'll do 100 miles an hour. Some of you out there know that you can go well past 100 miles an hour, which is stupid, but I'm just using that as an example because I've, <laughs> I've never done that. So when you look at the windshield wipers and the glass and when you look at the creature comforts where we're blowing cold air up your back end now and hot air up your back end now, my wife says, I have enough hot air to, to heat the car, but she doesn't know what she's talking about. She drinks too much. So the idea is, is there is a big difference. I have a, I think it's an 81 Suburban. Um, it's four-wheel drive, and it's five-speed, and it's factory. It has a winch in the front, and it has a winch in the back. It has a 5.7 fuel-injected motor. It has three fuel tanks. It has brand-new tires. We just converted the air conditioning. It has air conditioning to the 134. It has a rack on the top for hunters. This is the ultimate hunting vehicle. It has a five-speed. Has anybody ever seen a five-speed in a Suburban? So it's got low range and high range, and it has electric fuel pumps in three tanks, in two tanks that we can fill the main tank with, and it's all kinds of fancy stuff. And it was built by a couple of old machine shop guys that were mentors to me and certainly were... Um, I, I think we, we respected one another. And so I've got that Suburban for sale. It's the ultimate hunting wagon. It starts at $8,000. It's really, really nice. So mark it, MarkSalem.com if you want to look at it. But again, I think it's got a 10,000-pound winch in the front, an 8,000-pound winch in the back, brand-new tires, brand-new brakes, brand-new blah, 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 blah. And the whole idea is is that for the family, we've gone through this completely. And if you – I drove it back from Payson. So everything on it is really, really nice. Um, although it's an 81. I think it's an 81, um, but it's in the 80s. So uh, that said, if you're a hunter and you're looking forward for hunting season, I have the ultimate hunting wagon. And I can tell you right now, this baby ain't going to get 15 miles to the gallon. But Jim Schaffner from Arizona Speed Marine is the one that installed the 5.7 liter port fuel injected uh, engine and hooked it all up. And there was nobody better than Jim to do that. And Jim used to own Arizona Speed Marine, and he put big fuel-injected motors in boats that had carbureted uh, 454s in them. So he was well-versed in that. And this car has all the things that everybody recognizes. So mark at MarkSalem.com. God bless you. And if somebody <clears throat> does something nice for you, stick your arm out and wave thanks.